Hello and welcome to the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. This is your host, Paris Grant, coming to you on the 1st of April. I don't know about you guys, but I get this great sense of satisfaction when the beginning of the month begins on a Monday. So, I mean, I don't know who else noticed that, who else cares, but I'm pretty hyped up on that. So if I sound excited in my voice, it's because of that. But on a show about money, I think we should all be about balance. Um, today's show is actually going to be a really simple one. It's not going to be anything too crazy. I'm going to be talking about net worth. Um, it's something that gets thrown around a lot. I know personally, when I was like younger, I used to look up my favorite celebrities net worth to see how rich they were. So you just type in like Kanye West net worth just to see like how much money they had and compare them to each other. But, you know, I think now as we're getting older and more sophisticated, we should all know what net worth is and what net worth isn't, as well as how to define it and ways to increase our net worth so today's show i'm going to be talking about what an asset is what a liability is and different ways to calculate your net worth and different ways to increase your net worth all of which you know should really help you because when it comes to setting any kind of goals you can't get to where you want to go if you don't know where you are right now so your net worth is just a tool to track that think of it like your money's report card So net worth, I don't actually know the dictionary definition. I don't have it in front of me, but net worth is basically assets minus liabilities. It's what you're worth financially, at least, because we're not going to get into the whole self-worth thing right now, but um, it's assets minus liabilities. The reason why there's a little bit of trouble calculating net worth is because different people have different ways of defining net worth or like calculating what an asset or a liability is. So I'm going to be talking about it the way I've come to understand it. And then if you want to go ahead and do your research or you agree or disagree, just feel free to DM me. My DMs are always open at the M2M Life, the Instagram for the podcast. I'm always trying to connect and engage with everybody who's listening. I want to hear what you guys have to say, what you guys think, what you guys want to hear about. So make sure you hit me up there. But net worth, let's get into it. So net worth, assets minus liabilities. So what is an asset? To me, an asset is anything that brings in money. I learned this from Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a book he wrote, and he says an asset brings you in money, a liability takes money away. So an asset can be something like cash, um, stocks, bonds, rental properties, things that bring income into your life. A liability would be something like loans, debt. I put cars and houses even in liabilities because it takes money out. So this can get a little tricky. I don't know how many of you guys own homes. I mean, I think most people own cars, but when defining what an asset is, especially when it comes to your net worth, because we're talking about finances, you have to understand that if you haven't made money from a thing, from something, then it's, it's just a possession. So if you go and you buy a car, no, we'll do something like buy a pair of shoes. Let's say you go and buy a pair of shoes and you're planning on selling them because they have huge resale value, right? If you haven't realized that resale value, you're in the hole. You've incurred a loss. You've spent money. You're down now, right? It's only after you sell it and receive cash that it's worth something. So this same thing applies to cars, to homes, to almost anything else that's like almost intangible. So a car depreciates in value as soon as you as soon as you get it off the lot. What a lot of people like to call cars and homes are depreciating assets because they believe that since it leads to their productivity, their ease of life, quality of life, whatever you want to call it, that it makes it an asset. 
But in reality, even if it does make your life easier and if you do save money in other ways, you're actually paying to have the car. You're in the hole. The car itself is not making you any money. Even if you drive for Lyft or Uber with that car, that car itself is not making you money. It's giving you access to something, but the car itself is not making you money. So your car would not be classified as an asset. The same goes for homes. I don't know how many people are homeowners. I actually think most millennials are like renters now. This, I, read a, I read an article about this, but I'm not an expert, so I'm not going to go into it. But when you own a home, right, let's say you have a million dollar home. A lot of people like to classify their home as their biggest asset. The problem with this is it's the same thing as the car. Even though the even though it has a value that and you can sell it just like the shoes until you've realized it, you're just in the hole via mortgage payments, bills. So you're paying to have this place. And yes, it might go up in value, you might sell it later. But until you have sold it, you actually have not made a profit. Therefore, it is a liability. So personally, my uh, I calculate my net worth every month and I use personal capital, like I said. So I don't own any rental properties and I actually don't have a car. So these things kind of are these things don't really pertain to me, but I know that they do pertain to a lot of other individuals. So I'd recommend using these apps because they don't factor in things like your car, or your home. They purely use financial metrics like stocks that you may own, bonds, cash, savings accounts, things like that, because those things are this money that you have or money that can be like liquidated within a day or push of a button. You know what I mean? Um, the reason why I think it's important to know your net worth is because, like I said, it's like your financial report card. A lot of people, they don't really know where they stand financially because they don't calculate things like their net worth. So even if you're tracking your spending for a month, you don't know how much money you're actually making if you're not tracking your net worth. Um, like I said, I've been tracking for the past two months. Last year, I was last year, last month in February, I was I had a 4.9K net worth. This the, at the end of March, I actually had a 73 net worth uh, 7.3k so which means that i am steadily increasing when calculating your net worth a lot of people when uh when i walk them through this like in real time they see that they might have a negative net worth so for a long time even though i do have a lot of assets i had a lot more debt so i actually had a negative net worth and this is totally fine because like i said it's just about knowing where you are and while you should strive to increase that number you're already putting yourself ahead by even knowing the number because if you don't know that you're behind, you would never get ahead. So always be looking at it from like a glass half full, like progress perspective, as opposed to saying like, what was me? Like it's negative 5,000. Like there's always gonna be somebody with a lower or higher net worth than yourself. So just focus on where you stand and focus on increasing it. So it kind of goes without saying, uh, but a good way to increase your net worth is to increase your assets. So that must that could mean saving more, putting some in a savings account, automating your savings. Um, it could mean buying more stocks, more bonds. If you, I'm gonna do a whole course on investing pretty soon for anybody who wants to learn. Um, it could, but then also on the flip side, what a lot of people don't realize is you could actually start paying down debt, and that will also increase your net worth. So. Instead, a lot of people, they go into this whole habit of, oh, if I just make enough, I'll be okay. But it's not so much about, even though making more will help, spending less, bringing down, bringing down expenses, um, paying down debt, those things will also make you richer. 
I my what my philosophy is once you've paid down all your debts or have them at a manageable level, that's when you start focusing on acquiring assets because now your money is free. Now you don't have to worry about anything and you'll be able to like go full in and maximize the amount of assets you're able to buy. So, I mean, that's the whole show. I mean, assets, things that bring money in, liabilities, things that take money out. Um, depending on who you ask, they may say they may say that your car or your house are actually assets. But to call something a depreciating asset is like saying something tastes bad good. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's, it doesn't make sense. It runs counter. Something that makes your life easier is not necessarily an asset. It may save you money, which means that your assets will increase by having it. But the object itself until you've actually realized a monetary gain through the through the object is a liability. And that's fine. And I'm not saying, oh, never don't incur any liabilities ever. Some are necessary. Some, you know, you just may need or want. And that's completely fine. But the whole like the whole purpose of the episode is just so that you know. So you can use any of those apps I mentioned, Intuit, Mint, Personal Capital. You can even just keep a journal where you just write down your different accounts depending on how much you have. But you know, you could just say, I have this much in my savings account, I have this much in cash right now, and I have this much in debt, and that will be your net worth. Everybody has different ways of doing it, but my challenge to you for this week is to measure your net worth. If you are already, then I mean, this show... You know, thanks for listening this far in, even even though it's stuff that you might already know. And if you haven't, I hope that this helps you on your financial journey, because like I said, for me, it's really helped to put things into perspective and allowed me to be able to know where I should be putting my money to ultimately become a millionaire. Um, I'm also going to take some time out to say rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. For those of you who don't know, he was a rapper, activist, leader really great guy i mean i'd be lying if i sat here and said i was like this huge fan of his because honestly i was not but i am a fan i'm always supportive and a fan of anyone who's into investing in their community leadership activism he just represented a lot of good things and education also i forgot to mention that but he just represented so many good things that it's just such a shame that he died he was 33 years old so i'm gonna take a moment of silence before i end the show just to say rest in peace to nipsey and condolences to him and his family (sighs) but all right i hope everybody has a really productive week let's crush it let's get this bread i got more episodes coming to you this week and remember don't keep it 100 keep it 1 million thank you guys for tuning into the show until next time